Welcome to Curiosity Taught the Cat, the podcast where we take animals you see every day, animals you've heard of, and animals you didn't know existed, and break them down in a single episode. Our goal as animal lovers is to spread knowledge and awareness about the creatures we share this floating rock with. We hope you learn something new. Welcome to Curiosity Taught the Cat. I'm Jack. I'm Julia. And what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about the cuttlefish. So cuttle is actually Old Norse, old Norse for cushion. Uh, and when we go in to describe what it looks like, that'll make a little bit more sense. Uh, but they're also called cuttles and chameleons of the sea because of their uh, ability to change their skin color, which we will also talk about uh, more in depth. So there are over 120 different species of cuttlefish all over the world. They tend to be found around the coasts of East and South Asia, Western Europe, and the Mediterranean, as well as the coasts of Africa and Australia. The only place where they are totally absent are the Americas, both North and South. But they are clearly found in parts all over the world. And they're usually found in shallow waters, but some species have been found to go to depths of more than 3,000 feet. And then as we get into its physical description, one of the first things we talk about is its color. Uh, Due to the fact that there are so many different species of cuttlefish found all over the world, their colors vary widely, all the way from like a mottled, plain-looking brownish yellow to purples and whites and blacks. Uh, Like there's the one called the flamboyant cuttlefish that is like a vibrant white and purple, whereas you have others that are very plain-looking, for lack of a better word. And just because of how many different species there are, their size uh, varies greatly. So they can be anywhere from about two inches long to the greatest one being almost 20 inches long. Um, And that one can get um, up to 23 pounds. Uh, Cuttlefish are cephalopods, which are related to other squids and octopus. Uh, And I actually learned it actually means head foot, which kind of makes sense because of the way they swim. Uh, It's sometimes they don't go head first. So... Uh, it kind of makes sense why they might be called headfoots. Uh, but I mentioned that they are cephalopods because they do have eight arms, similar to other octopus, and they have two long tentacles attached directly to their head. And the main part of their like body, the mantle, which is the area behind their eyes, that's what houses all the organs and whatnot. And it has a fringe-like fin on it that flaps in kind of a rippling motion, and that's used for maneuvering, whereas it's arms and it also does propulsion where it uh, will suck in water and then shoot out the water to go is used for movement the the fringe like fins on its mantle are used more for maneuvering so along with them being multiple colors i mentioned earlier that they're called the chameleons of the sea Um, and this is because they can actually they actually change the color of their bodies and they can do this in a split second Um, So that's a really cool thing about them. And then the other unique thing about them is that they have an internal shell that's called the cuddle bone. And this helps control the buoyancy in the cuttlefish um, by adding different amounts of liquid and gas. Um, And it's just unique because it's different than other cephalopods and their kind of buoyancy. And then moving on into the diet of the cuttlefish. So they are predators and they feed on pretty much anything they can uh, get their inside their beaks. So there's fish, crabs, prawns, smaller cuttlefish, shrimp, mollusks, 
uh, smaller octopus, and worms. So pretty much anything they can find, that is what they are going to eat. And how it hunts is, I mean, really unique um, about all the animals that we've talked about. Um, so they actually do grab their prey with their tentacles and they can immobilize them with a toxic bike. So similar to octopus and squid, they have a beak uh, that's in the center of where all their tentacles are. Um, but the way that they catch these fish uh, just depends on uh, the cuttlefish. So they can actually disguise themselves as other fish, um, fish that maybe aren't, uh, you know, harmful or predatory to other animals. They'll disguise themselves as these fish to catch them. And they can also do uh, kind of like a hypnotic dance where they flash different lights at these fish, uh, basically immobilizing them. And then that's when they grab them and eat them. And Julia mentioned that they have a beak. Similar to other cephalopods, they have a beak. And it's actually sharp enough that it can break open crab shells. So, you know, us humans, we have to use a tool to break open crab shells. These cuttlefish are doing it with their beak. And then also another thing that they use their color changing ability for, as well as doing like a hypnotism or like mimicking all that, they also will just hide essentially where they'll uh, kind of change their color to be like a sand or a rock or a coral until something gets close enough and they can snatch it real quick. And then as for what eats the cuttlefish, they are preyed on by a bunch of different things. So you have like dolphins, sharks, large fish, sea lions, and even other cuttlefish, which we kind of mentioned when we talk about what they eat. And they have uh, several different defense tactics that they will employ. One of the big ones off the bat, which you can probably guess, is camouflage. Uh, try to blend in, try to look like something else, uh, just to kind of keep them away from them. Uh, and they spend about 95% of their time in hiding. So that's going to be one of the main defense mechanisms is camouflage and hide. Another defense mechanism, similar to other cephalopods, is squirting a cloud of ink as a distraction while they try to get away and the uh, predator can't see them. Uh, there's even some that will kind of mix in mucus from their body into the ink and the mucus kind of clumps together and it makes what's called a pseudomorph in the sh kind of general shape of the cuttlefish's body as a decoy. So while the predator is busy uh, looking for that pseudomorph, that decoy, the real cuttlefish is getting away. And as sharks being, you know, one of their uh, large predators, Sharks actually have the ability uh, to sense electrical currents inside their prey. Uh, so cuttlefish, cuttlefish to uh, help uh, hide themselves, basically, they will go in the sand and start covering themselves with their arms in the sand and actually slow their breathing down so the shark can't sense their electrical impulses uh, as much as they would be. And then moving along to courtship, uh, as you can probably guess, with a creature that's able to change colors, the courtship involves changing colors. Uh, male cuttlefish will put on a dazzling display to attract females, uh, and males fight over females like viciously. They are they are really fighting for the females' attention. And similar to other cephalopods, which we've kind of talked about before with uh, Dumbo octopus and the vampire squid, uh, the males will pass a packet of sperm to the female. Uh, which she will keep in, she will keep several different packets from different males in her mouth cavity until she chooses which one she wants to use to fertilize her eggs. And to uh, maximize the chances of a male's success, he will sometimes shoot water into a female's uh, mouth cavity to kind to get out the other male sperm packets. So it's crazy that they have that intelligence to know, hey, she has some in there. Let's get them out of there. And then mine is going to be the only one in there. That's kind of what they're going for. 
And when the female is actually ready to lay her eggs, she will find a safe spot and she'll lay and fertilize them. And they're actually called sea grapes uh, because of the bunch that they are in and also because of the color because the mother actually stains them with her ink. Um, and kind of a sad note is after reproduction, uh, cuttlefish will actually die because their lifespan is only one to two years. So by the time they reach sexual maturity, that's when their lifespan is over with. And cuttlefish are very solitary creatures. They really only come together to mate. Um, but a really cool uh, thing that they actually do is male cuttlefish, uh, you know, while trying to put on these dazzling displays to impress the female, they can use one side of their body to do these impressive displays to attract the female, while the other side of the body acts as a female cuttlefish itself to distract other males in the area. So it's a really cool thing uh, just to even think about them doing. And then before we get into some fun facts about the cuttlefish, we have the information about the population sizes. So most species of cuttlefish are not endangered. Uh, there are two that are uh, have prominent population sizes. Uh, the, Australi- the giant Australian cuttlefish is listed as near-threatened, and the common cuttlefish has been declared endangered. Um, overall, most of them are listed as least concerned. And then as for threats, especially with the case of the giant Australian cuttlefish, uh, the ocean acidification is the main uh, reason for them having small numbers. So it's the increased carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, which kind of uh, acidizes the ocean. And then in the case of the common cuttlefish, the big problem is overfishing. So those are always going to be the two big things that we talk about is the, the climate change that we're going through and we're dealing with. It affects the ocean as well. And then human involvement, such as overfishing in this case. And then we actually have a bunch of fun facts on the cuttlefish. Uh, One of the first ones that we're going to talk about is the cuttlefish have a very large brain-to-body size ratio. It's actually one of the largest of all invertebrates, so animals without bones. And to demonstrate how smart they are, uh, so they can count as well as remember what, where, and when they last ate, which was a trait... It was a memory trait believed to once only be unique to humans. So the fact that they can remember where, what, and when they last ate is pretty important. And then uh, one study found that they can pass the marshmallow test. Uh, If you're not familiar with the marshmallow test, it's a test administered to small children where they put a marshmallow down in front of a child and um, they say, hey, if you don't eat this marshmallow, we'll bring another one in and then you can have both of them. If you eat this marshmallow... That's all you get. You don't get any more. Well, the cuttlefish was able to learn that if it didn't eat the food it was presented in a certain amount of time, it knew that the, whoever would come in would bring more. And they, instead of marshmallows, they conducted this study with shrimp. And so by waiting, they knew that they were going to get more food by putting off this small meal right now, which is a pretty unique thing because a lot of small children can't even pass that test. And we kind of mentioned earlier, um, you know, their color changing abilities and how they use it in self-defense and all this. They actually have over 10 million color cells within their skin. Um, They can quickly change these in pattern and even texture sometimes. Um, But I kind of mentioned it earlier, but I'm going to go more in depth that there are a lot of cool photos and actual videos out there of cuttlefish literally transforming into another fish right before your eyes. Um, And, you know... It's kind of weird to think about they can go around the ocean looking at these other fish and then they can turn into it instantly. And if you didn't see the cuttlefish beforehand, you probably wouldn't even believe that it turned into this fish. You would think it's the real thing. 
So as Julia mentioned earlier when she was talking about the lifespan of the cuttlefish, uh, so they die shortly after they lay their eggs. So baby cuttlefish are uh, have like no parental guidance at all. So cuttlefish larvae actually have to learn to see and find food while they're still in their egg casing. Uh, so as soon as they get out of the egg casing, they know what food looks like and have an idea of how to get it. And then, like the octopus, another cephalopod, cuttlefish have three hearts and have blue blood. And one of the actual uh, best traits about them, really, is their eyesight and their eyes. So if you look at them, they actually have W-shaped eyes. Um, And this allows them to see almost entirely behind them and around them. And what's really cool is, unlike humans, cuttlefish can actually detect the difference in polarized light. Um, which means it adds an extra dimension and allows them to perceive the angle at which light is reflected when it actually bounces off a surface. And they have more polarized vision than any other animal, period. And unlike the vertebrate eye, they have no blind spots. They can see pretty much all around them. And an interesting historical fact is the the Greco-Roman world, so ancient Greeks, ancient Romans, uh, valued the cuttlefish as a source of unique brown pigment because of the ink that it spurted out. Uh, They would use that ink as a pigment to dye whatever it may be that they were using it for. And I think one of the uh, last fun facts that we have for about the cuttlefish is that the muscles of the flamboyant cuttlefish contain a highly toxic, unidentified compound that is as lethal as the blue ringed octopus, um, which if you haven't heard, the blue ringed octopus has one of the most toxic uh, mucuses on it that's even lethal to humans. And that about wraps up everything we have on the cuttlefish. Uh, We hope you enjoyed and had a good time listening. The cuttlefish was a really fun one to learn about. There's a lot of interesting things about it. Be sure to tune in next week when we talk about the red maned wolf. I'd also like to thank my friend, the musical artist known as Shades, for creating this amazing intro and outro for this podcast. I highly recommend checking out his other work.